welcome to the Purpose and Profit Club podcast for nonprofit leaders, mission-driven creatives, and social entrepreneurs. Get ready to stop dreaming and start doing. Here, ideas become action. We prioritize purpose and profit. You ready? Let's go. Today, we're going to talk about motivation, donor motivation, supporter, client, customer motivation, and answering the question, why do people give? Why do people take action? This is like one of those big questions, right? I remember last Christmas, like last holiday season, I got this big white manila envelope in the mail from a nonprofit that I'd never heard of, I'd never um, supported before. (laughs) And it was full of like, a letter, postcard, little mailery thing, and then a pair of socks. And something else. Oh, a pair of gloves, a pair of socks and a pair of gloves. And it was such a bizarre experience because it felt very arbitrary. It felt like literally we sometimes as marketers say throwing spaghetti at the wall. This was a marketing kit that was or a fundraising appeal really that was throwing spaghetti at the wall, um, trying to get me to donate. And one of the things that they were trying to enact with this because I was a cold prospect to them was reciprocity. So they were saying, we gave you this, you give us something back. If you've ever gotten a um, those um, return labels sent to you un- unprompted from a nonprofit, I can think of a couple that use that regularly, where they give you like the return address labels with like a little flower, a little design or something like that. And then in that, in that um, piece is a, you know, donate to support our cause that's that same rule of reciprocity that they're trying to enact with that process. For me, I was just very, very confused on the socks. And really with the labels, it's the same thing. When we see people donate because of those reasons, we're kind of enacting them to feel bad in that moment of like, we sent you all this stuff, what are you going to give us back, right? That is not the way that I want your organization to build your client and supporter list, okay? I don't want you to prospect cold in that way. We can absolutely do cold outreach and cold prospecting, but let's do it in a much more thoughtful way by answering first, why do people give? Why do donors give? And one of the best ways that, and one of more long-term sustaining ways that people give, or reasons why people give rather, is because they were personally asked or felt a personal connection to the person who asked or championed or advocated for that cause. So what do I mean is think about it. Think about the time, the last the last five donations you personally gave to a nonprofit, a GoFundMe, any sort of fundraiser, okay? Think about why you gave. And then think about which ones were you like one and done with, which ones weren't you one and done with, which ones did you give to again? If you actually drill down to your own habits, you'll find a lot of <clears throat> a lot of like similarity to just generally how, how and why we give. We give because people give to people. People support people. We don't support big, ominous, blooming, giant organizations or brands, right? So for example, one of the more recent fundraisers that I gave to was because a friend of mine posted about it 
on his LinkedIn page. And he tied in his connection to that cause and talked very, very briefly about the particular cause and why he was advocating for and had like a specific fundraising goal around it. And I say that because I say briefly in that he wasn't like a, um, you know, a skilled fundraiser, but he did a great job just talking about his why and talking about the organization's why that alignment and having a quick call to action to donate. People donate to people, right? People are, are, are motivated and want to get that connection and want to support their friends, want to support their families, want to support the people around them. Okay. It's the same reason why if you've ever given to a GoFundMe, which I do often, I will give to a GoFundMe, um, maybe that is for somebody I know, or like one removed, a friend of a friend, a family, something like that. Um, right. Same thing. People give to people, whether it's uh, one one specific nonprofit cause, or maybe it's a family or an individual going through uh, a healthcare issue and needs needs some support, some financial support along the way. That is very different than throwing spaghetti at the wall and saying a generic call to action to a bunch of people who are not already in your network. Okay. So if you think about the GoFundMe model, that works really well, because typically we have one individual who sets up the fundraiser, and then that person shares it. And who else shares it? The friends of the friends of the friends of the friends. I am not advocating that you go sign, you go create a GoFundMe fundraiser. I'm advocating and trying to show you the motivation around why people give. And it is not because of the big zoomed out version, the 10-year version of of a particular cause or mission. It is because of what can I do today and my connection to the person asking. So how does that translate to your organization? It is what I teach in my course, Amplify Social Impact. In that course, we teach an entire new way to think about your social media and marketing plan. We flip social media content on its head. So you stop creating social content and just creating five, five posts a week, seven posts a week, and blasting them off on your social networks. And instead, you create what I call a social street team. That street team is very similar to what I've been talking about, where people are motivated by other people they know, like, and trust, or thought leaders that they know, like, and trust, right, who they've been following online. These could be influencers. These could be other people in the community that they consider to be thought leaders saying, hey, will you support this cause? Hey, I'm supporting this cause. Will you too? It is the same way that if I were to text a friend right now and say, hey, would you mind, um, could you donate? $50 $50 to this organization. Um, here's what here's what they've got cooking. And here's why. Um, here's why I'm fundraising for them. If I text 10 friends today, I would say I would have a high ROI on those friends saying yes, because they they're my friends, right? So we're taking that concept. And instead of reaching out individually to people via text, via email, via phone, instead or in person, This street team is a scalable process where we meet people where they are on their preferred platform of choice, 
And we give them the tools through a digital toolkit to become vocal champions, vocal ambassadors for your cause. So the way that I like to see an online fundraiser, an online campaign of any sort, or a Giving Tuesday, any of the above, is I like you to have a street team in place that helps to leverage and advocate for you, that uses their own platforms for good. One of the trends that we've been seeing in the last five years, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger is that particularly influencers, so those are the people who maybe on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube have large engaged audiences. These are people who monetize their following, right? They are getting um, ad dollars from brands to post about products and services. They're, they're, we are seeing again and again a trend that they want to use their networks for good. How can they do that? They can do that by partnering to become an ambassador for your organization. This process only works if you find the right ambassador and create the a right pitch so you have that mutual alignment. This is something, again, that I teach in Amplify Social, where we build out your street team and it compounds year over year. So instead of somebody doing it once for you, or maybe they fundraise once for you or something like that, we actually retain and build upon your street team year over year over year, okay? So your street team grows and has that ripple effect that we see larger organizations have. There's not that many in the sector doing it, but we do see some have these wildly profitable ambassador programs who are doing this really well. There's that mutual alignment. They have exactly what they need. It doesn't feel like committee work. It doesn't feel like board work. I teach the entire process. I'm gonna link to it here in the notes today so you can learn more about it. If I had one way, if you were saying to me, Christina, between now and year year end, we need to kickstart, like we got to seriously ramp up our revenue online. How do we do it? I would absolutely play with the, with the, um, with the, the, the thresholds or, or what is the word I can't think of, of dialing way, way down the amount of time you're spending on creating content and dialing way, way up on developing profitable partnerships because people choose to click donate, to click share, to to advocate for your, your organization because they want to help your organization because they connecting with other people who are doing that, right? So before you invest in something like ads, which are awesome, before you invest on th- things like Facebook ads, I want to make sure you have a fully rocking and rolling street team going where you have digital ambassadors doing this for you because they have warm audiences. They have audiences that are their friends, their family, their coworkers that align with yours. Sometimes I tell my clients that if they have one donor who is really just an amazing aligned donor who does, who just gets it, right? And who is like one of their best champions, or maybe it's not a donor, it's a supporter or client or customer in that way. Say to them, they have, they likely have a mutual, um, like, there, there likely is other people in that person's world that also would feel that way about your organization. Because think about it, like you hang around people like you, okay? You hang around people like you. So it would make a lot of sense that that person would be an amazing ambassador, that person who just gets it, that person who wants to be there to help, to volunteer, to support, to share, would probably have other people in their world who feel that way too. So If there's one thing that you do, we want to flip that on its head between now and your end. We want to build out an ambassador program 
One of the things that I've told my Amplify Social students recently, we've been talking about this 30-day quick start, which is a module that I've added in the course, which is zero to success in 30 days. So really, really honing in on, all right, between now and 30 days, what what actions do I need to take to get this minimum viable product, this MVP version out into the world? It does start with ditching perfectionism. And the other piece that it really starts with is making sure that the version that you have now, like your very first social street team, is not the version that you're expecting or imagining in five or 10 years, okay? In order to put your put put anything new, any new creative, any new campaign, any new partnership out into the world. Now you've got to be willing for it to be the MVP version and not the five or 10 year perfect, perfectly executed buttoned up version. No, no, no. Like we can do a little messy, do a little scrappy. We get it out into the world and we go. So I want to invite you to join Amplify Social Impact. Learn about the course, click the link and, um, Don't wait. Do not wait to start a social street team. Do not wait to start to leverage those connections with people who already have an audience. You know, I didn't even mention LinkedIn. They can have their audience wherever they want. This has worked for organizations from a solo founder to a large scaled nonprofit that has multiple departments and a large staff. This is something that I like to see at the 100K mark, the half a million dollar mark and the hundred or the million dollar mark for organizations. At the 100K mark, I want you to start your initial social street team. At the 500K mark, boom, we add to it. The million dollar mark, if you haven't already, what are you waiting for? Now is the time to engage and mobilize those supporters online. This is not an in-person endeavor, so it doesn't cost you anything but the time to put it together. If you have questions about it, come find me at Splendid Consulting on Instagram. We'll talk it out and um, I'm cheering you on. I'll see you next time. Like what you're hearing and want to take this to the next level? I want to invite you to go to purposeandprofit.club to watch my free class. In there, I will tell you the number one thing that's keeping your nonprofit or social impact business stuck and what to do instead. Go to purposeandprofit.club. Think you've reached out to everyone in your network? Are you out of ideas to get noticed and get funded? I hear you. That's why I'm giving you a chance to steal my prospect list. Yes, you can generate leads for your nonprofit or impact-driven business. Grab my mini training and list delivered to your inbox instantly. Go to splendidcourses.com forward slash prospect.